the thing that I want to caution you guys about is I don't think there's anything wrong with being demotivated because I think that's just a natural human habit that we go through uh, for a period of time. But I think when it becomes to be something that lasts for quite a bit, I think that's when you start to cross into the realm of being depressed and that's when there's a problem. So I just wanted to make that distinction between the two. Nothing wrong with being demotivated, right? Just don't stay in that funk forever. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All The Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our wayward lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things Podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my wonderful sister, Courtney. I can't help it. <laughs> See? There it is. Hello, sister. Hello, sister, and our mother, Amy. <laughs> I was going to try and do a funny accent, but I can't. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So for today's episode, we are actually going to be talking about um, one of mom's blog posts, uh, Staying Motivated, which she did a great job of. So if you haven't been to our website to check out her blog post, you should totally do that. But we're going to dive into it because at least I feel this way. I need to, I need some motivation. I need some motivation. But before we hop into today's podcast, Courtney has some trivia for us. I do. We're going to have some fun. Some fun. I was voted out of doing trivia because mine was not fun. (laughs) You weren't even given the opportunity. (laughs) She was like, I'll do it. I'm (laughs) (laughs) I was just trying to contribute and do my part. I haven't done trivia in a while, you know? Yes. (laughs) That's all. I'll give you a choice or I'll combine the two. Would you rather do... 80s song trivia, finish the lyric, or just Bon Jovi, finish the lyric. 80s. I could just stick with like Bon Jovi or I could do overall 80s. 80s. All right. Mom? Don't. We'll go with that. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you. You can see the look of her face like, oh God. <laughs> I'm going to give you the opening lyric and you're going to tell me what song it is. Bonus points if you tell me who sings it. Okay. I have this an idea. Opening lyric. Yes. Real quick. We have this raise your hand button. So what if you, can you just like, mom, let's click it at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. So who? Becoming less has something to say. Do you see moms too? Because I clicked mm-hmm. it right before I said go, which I think if we do this. Why does the screen keep going up and down? Yeah, but it doesn't tell me who do it, who did it first. So like, okay, Unless I'm ask, looking at the screen. Yeah. Yeah. So ask a random question. Yeah, but mm, what's today? <laughs> she did. Oh, I got it. Today is August 30th. Yes, but today is. I know the answer. Well, we can kind of look at the hand raising. How about this? Well, I mean, no. <laughs> let's just let's just do it like we normally do. We'll just yell and scream. What is that from? Okay. I'm not sure what to do with my hands. It's Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. He's getting interviewed. Yes. It was a great race. Just put your hands down. Just put your hands down. It's fine. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Can you guess the 80 songs from the opening lyric? You ready? Mm-hmm. It's close to midnight and something evil's lurking. Michael Jackson Thriller. Did you know that, Ma? Uh, I had to sing it first. Shot through the heart. And you're to blame. You give them a bad name. Good. See, you got it, Ma. Who sings it? Bon Jovi. All right. Okay. This one's funny because it's it's a lot of lyric. And I have to try not to sing it and just say it. Harry Truman. Doris Day. Doris Day. Day. Da, 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 da. Billy Joe. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> Look at you. Nice. Look at it. Just from Harry Truman. You got from it. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> hey, little sister, what have you done? Is the opening line of what 80s song? Oh, wait. 
know. It sounds very familiar. It does. Wait. Hey, little sister, what have you done? <laughs> Give us more. Um, hey, little sister, who's the only one? Oh, this hey, is... Hey, little um, sister. This is What's-His-Face from The Wedding Singer, Billy Idol. Yes. Yes. Hey, little sister. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, nice day, day for, for a, a wedding. 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 Billy Idol. That was a scream. So I know this song, but I cannot for the life of me think of this lyric. So I'm going to say it and maybe one of you will get it. Give me time to realize my crime. Sounds like Paula Abdul. Give Give me me time time to realize my crime. Give me time to realize my crime. Let me love and steal. I have danced inside your eyes. How can I be real? Wow. I have no idea. Do you really want to hurt Oh, me? Boy George. It's actually Culture Club. Is that Boy George in there? Yeah, Singing it, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Time. That was in Wedding Singer, yes, too. It was. <laughs> what was the character's name? He looks like Boy George. George? Wasn't it George? His name is George in the movie. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> All right. Next song. I come home in the morning light. I'm not going to keep going because it's a very easy song. I come home in the morning light. So this is the opening lyrics to the song? Yes. I come home in the morning light. This is Madonna. No. But you're in there. You're in the ballpark. Cindy Lauper. Are you cheating? You're just guessing. No. No. I can hear it. Like a whiny, like. Yes. Uh, girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Yes. All right. One more? One more. One more. One more. She, she's got a smile. It seems to me. Reminds me, Remind of, me childhood. of childhood. This is this is. Uh, oh my God! It's in Step Brothers, or uh, it is Step Brothers. Death Leopard. No, J.K. This is Guns and Roses. What's the next one? She got stars that it seems to me. Oh my God! Memories. You gotta sing it like that too. Now you gotta move your body too. Now and then, does he sway like this? Sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine. God, I could not think of the name of the song. Yeah, pretty good for eighties. Did you did? Mine did good too. Both did good. Yes. See, eighties. That's your jam, ma. That's your jam. Still before my time, but yeah. But it's your jam. You need to go. <laughs> okay, let's hop into today's episode. Great job on the <laughs> trivia, Courtney. So, since mom wrote it, Staying Motivated, um, written by Amy Lim, uh, she's going to kind of lead us through the inspiration of writing this um, blog and kind of summarizing it. And we're going to give her input on these staying motivated tips. So, mother, if you would take it away. Take it away. So guys, what I have been doing probably for the last two years um, is actually posting on a daily basis some type of motivational, inspirational quote on my personal Facebook page. Sometimes it's something that I can relate to. Sometimes it just hits me the right way. Or maybe I'm thinking of someone in particular that I, if I post it, maybe they'll get the message that's coming to that that's for them. But in any case, I came across this one, um, 10 inspirational quotes. Is that what it's called, guys? 10 ways to stay motivated. motivated. Uh, And rather than post it onto my Facebook page and my Instagram, I decided to write a blog about it because I thought it was an area or is an area that many of us struggle with. I know I do. I oftentimes 
find it very difficult to stay motivated, whether it's, you know, a goal that I set in the future, particularly something around weight loss, or maybe it's just a daily thing. You know, um, I know there have been times where several times throughout the day, I have to find the motivation to move on. And I don't know if you guys are the same way. Uh, And if you find that you have had times in your life where you were demotivated, um, I think maybe some of these things might resonate with you and some of these things you can do to help you move forward. The thing that I want to caution you guys about is I don't think there's anything wrong with being demotivated because I think that's just a natural human habit that we go through uh, for a period of time. But I think when it becomes to be something that lasts for quite a bit, I think that's when you start to cross into the realm of being depressed and that's when there's a problem. So I just wanted to make that distinction between the two. Nothing wrong with being demotivated, right? Just don't stay in that funk forever. Yeah, I think especially just to piggyback off of that real quick, if you are demotivated for too long, I mean, everybody has goals. You're not going to be accomplishing that goal. So therefore, it's going to affect your mindset of, I can't get anything done. I'm not going to ever get this done. You're more likely to fall off the wagon. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that you pointed that out. The other thing I that I did- why. Oh, God. So, continue. Quite, no, no, no. Go for it. I was just going to say the other thing that I posted in there is oftentimes when uh, we feel demotivated- Sometimes the thought that goes through our head is like, oh my God, you are the only person on earth who is experiencing this, but most likely you're not. I put in a quote there. It's a Bible quote. It's Ecclesiastes 119, and it's basically what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing. There's no new thing under the sun. sun, Right? So if you feel like this is, you are the only one on earth who is experiencing this, there are people out there who have most likely been through something that you're going through. Sorry, Court, you want to add on or? Well, yeah, and I'm not trying to be funny, but for some reason, the word demotivated is throwing me off. Are, isn't it unmotivated or are we saying demotivated like you once had motivation and it's been removed? It's been demoved. It's been demoved. <laughs> unmotivated, demotivated, whatever what is it the is. Difference? Yeah, unmotivated. Should I change that? Like, no, that's just me, just being me. De- just demotivated. I don't know. Okay, there, anyway. there are subtle, there are subtle different differences. Demotivated is not motivated now, but was motivated in the past. Motivation decreased. Unmotivated is not motivated now, but unclear if motivated in the past. Hmm? So you were correct, mother. Demotivated is correct. I just don't think I've ever used it. the you word. Used it. Yeah. I think I've ever used it. Um, anyway, so I would say for me, you s- taking it. Um, Can I take the first one? <laughs> you sound like you're going to say the first one. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was. I was about to say it and then I stopped because I realized that's the first one. So go ahead. I'll, I'll comment after you say what the okay. first one is. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> So the first thing that you can do if you find yourself demotivated uh, is take it one day at a time. So I use the example here, raise your hand if you've ever set a goal to lose weight. And then that's me. Keep a hand raised if that goal was in excess of five pounds. I know that's me. And I know that as you get older, for some reason, losing that weight is just much harder to do. And I think... When, you know, the scale is your enemy, don't step on the scale. Don't use that as your only indicator of if you're doing good. Um, But when you don't see the progress happens, I think you tend to like get demotivated, fall off the wagon, and then you say it's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen. I can't do this. So take it one day at a time. It's a journey, right? It's a marathon. Mm -hmm. What? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I was gonna say before is something I would often talk about with my other mom friends when when um I would, we would get together usually weekly when I was in New York. Is it's so important to celebrate the small victories, and that comes with taking it one day at a time. So for me, I get overwhelmed when there's a big goal, mm-hmm. and there's so much 
to do or I feel like it's 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 going to be a very hard task. We've talked about this breaking it down instead of just saying I want to lose 50 pounds, start with two, start you know, five, whatever, break it down. But for me, I'm like such a planner that I'll plan things out for like weeks and months at a time. And while that's admirable at times, other times it sets me up for failure because I'm not leaving room for for my humanity for just having an off day or, you know, and so I'll get demotivated because I'm not <laughs> my plan. Um, and so what has helped me um, this time around, I only started about a month ago and my motivator was Brittany because she was here and she was like, working out. Good. Come on. Let's go. You're fine. You got five minutes. Kai's not even paying attention to you. You got five minutes. I was like, I can't because Kai, she's like, Kai's not even here. He's, he's, on, he's playing on your phone. Just come on. Um, and so, yeah, this time around, it's been just let me get what I need to get done today. Like tomorrow, there's enough problems for tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Let me just worry about today's problems and, or today's goals or, you know, whatever. And let me celebrate the small victories. Yeah. I got up at five o'clock and I got my workout done by six thirty. victory. Right. Now, if the yeah. rest of the day, for some reason is just off for me, that's okay. And I, I just am going to remember that I did have a victory today. And I think That's it's right. important to, to maybe I didn't lose 15 pounds like I wanted to, but small victories. I got up on time today. I, I got my workout in. I did this. I did this. And that's how we're, I think we're able to also motivate ourselves when we're feeling demotivated. <laughs> How many times can you use the word motivate in a sentence? Um, <laughs> um, one of the ways that we could motivate ourselves is taking it one day at a time and celebrating the small it's victories that we have on those on those one days at a time. Yeah. yeah, I would also say this is definitely a mindset thing because I always stepped on the scale and that was always just a demotivator for me. <laughs> um, but though, I would like expect to see weight loss every single day. And right. it was very discouraging for me in the past to not see that number move as much as I wanted to. So every now and then, like maybe once a week, I'll hop on that scale. I'm like, Ugh. Right. And I'm, I still not happy with the number, but I immediately I've trained my brain to like, you know, what? well, you, you've, you've picked up working out. You're working out four or five times consistently a week since January. Um, you know, you have better habits now. You're doing these things. And so I've trained myself and it took a while to get here to um, think about those small victories. And that allows me to keep going a day at a time, because in the past, when I would hit that rut and not see that number move, I would just be like, you know what? I've been working so hard at this. I'm just going to give up. Screw this. It's not going to work anyway. Um, so definitely a mindset thing. You have to train your brain to kind of get yourself in that mindset of of celebrating that take and taking it time. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. All right. The next one, start your day with affirmations. So when I first started out with affirmations, some of the ones, you know, you, you, you Google it and what, what should I say for my affirmation? Some of the ones that I found, I tried doing like, oh, you're beautiful or, you, you know, whatever. You're smart. You're this, you're that. I think the problem that I've had with those affirmations are if you don't, like if you're struggling with the way you look and you say, oh, you're beautiful, it's, you're, you're not going to believe it, right? Because this is something that you're struggling with. Rather than start with something like that, say things that are more empowering, like, you know, you got this, or I'm doing my best, or my, um, what's another one that I put there? I'm not a quitter, especially if you're one who is on this weight loss journey and you find yourself falling off the wagon or you up, uh, you know, up one pound, down two, and then the next week you're up two pounds and down one, you know, you're that seesaw thing, but you're still in like the same couple of pounds. But the point that I was trying to make here is as far as affirmations go, you want to start your day with some type of positive affirmation, but make them ones that you can believe in, not ones that are a stretch for you. What do you guys think of that? I actually added, I'm not a quitter to my list of affirmations. It's not good. After reading that. But I I agree because you wake up, sometimes it depends on when you go into stress mode and when you start thinking about things. But I, for one, think about everything I need to do the next day before bed. So I'm going to bed with this in my head. And then you wake up and it's either impending doom or you immediately wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I have all these things to do today. Well, just like any sports team or anything else, even when I was coaching, we always had a huddle. We would be like, you know, you've got this. You guys are doing great. You've come so far. Let's go kill it. We would give a pep talk. And it's the same thing. Before you start your day, give yourself a pep talk. 
And mm-hmm. I think it's, it really just does change your, again, mindset on attacking things throughout the day and accomplishing those goals because you've given yourself that boost that you need that maybe you didn't really have in the past. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Agreement, nodding in agreement. <laughs> Want to add anything or are you good with that? Courtney. Me? Um, yes. I don't, I don't typically do affirmations. Um, I do more uh, scripture reading in the morning. And for me, and, you know, we've talked about, I've talked about this before, um, keeping my mind focused for me on God and something eternal versus things that are temporal and will pass away or, um, you know, the, 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 what's the word? The things that are maybe inconsequential throughout the day, mm-hmm. keeping a, a, um, a focus on or starting my day with God and focusing on him and believing that my life is in his hands and that whatever is going to come from my day, he'll be with me. Um, sorry. Uh, helps. And that helps. <laughs> so sorry. There is this frog. That is like a freaking peeping Tom. I'm on the second floor and every night this frog is on my window. Every single night. It's not, I'm like, I should, I'm going to start chronicling it. I'm going to start to chronicle it every day, every night. So you can tell I'm not lying. So usually I think he likes me because usually I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I look up and there's a, there's a window in my bathroom and he's there like, you know, stuck on the glass. But right now I'm in my bedroom and he's on the glass in the bedroom. And so I, I just saw him like from the corner of my eye. He's like, oh, where are you? Oh, there you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he's just, I don't even know how I got up here. How did he get up Spider here? Frog. I'm on the second floor. Spider's I don't funny. know. But anyway, I'm so sorry. You just, you just, it just messed me up. I lost my train of thought and everything. Whatever. Now here's Continue. the weird What's thing. The Hold one? on. Is he actually, is it just his hands and he's pulling back and he's facing his head towards you and looking around or is he just flat against the window? He's flat against the window. Like this. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can feel the vibrations of your voice or something because like, he can't where see does he you. Live? Where does he live during the day? Does he live on my roof or does he live on the ground and he climbs up my house? During the day and at night he's a frog. He climbs up my house every night. It's I'm not <laughs> every night when I brush my teeth, this thing's on my window. And now he's on my bedroom window. I've never seen him there before. And he's like, oh hello. There you are. I was looking for you. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture when we're done if he's still there. I'm gonna okay. start chronicling it. Adventures of Mr. Frog. We gotta name him. I'll post a picture. Mr. Frog. Mr. Frog. Mr. Toad. He's not a toad. He's a frog. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, next one, Ma. <laughs> one um just just to add on to what you said i don't necessarily do affirmations i did the the mel robbins mel robbins mm-hmm. thing i'd still do the high fives in the morning um but and i i say hey you're gonna kill today type of thing but my affirmations are really four scripture readings that go back to what courtney sent me when i was going through a very tough time in my life and those four scripture um are what i say every morning and they are things that are they are affirming, right? And they help me start my day on the right foot. I just wanted to add that. So the next two, believe in yourself and be kind to yourself. So I know I'm going to talk about waking because this is just something that I'm going through and I've I'm not necessarily been struggling with, but it's always that last 10 pounds that I just can't get rid of. And it's like, how do you, how could, how can you stay motivated if that's always your goal? Like for how many years I've been struggling with the weight that I'm trying to get off or, or lose, I should say. So I think when it comes to something like that, or even just goals in general and staying motivated, you know, we are so good at being kind to others and being forgiving of others and looking past, you know, their faults. But when it comes to us, for some reason, we we're so negative and, and we're not kind and we're sometimes just downright ugly to ourselves. So the thing to remember is that if you fall short of your goal, if you find that you are just sitting on the couch for a couple of days and not being productive, just you know, be kind to yourself. Maybe it's your body telling you that, hey, I need to just take a few, few days to just for myself and maybe my body needs to rest. And as you're being kind to yourself, also believe in yourself that you're going to, you know, when this passes, you will get back up 
and you will start again because you are not a quitter. What do you guys think? I agree with you. Um, Something that I was looking at earlier when I read this is believing in yourself means having confidence in your own abilities. Mm -hmm. And I think it's sometimes I always bring this back to mindset. Um, If you're not kind of like on the right page with yourself, you're not going to have confidence in your abilities. You're not going to believe in yourself. So taking that time to lay out and recognize that you do, you do have this, you've got this and you are strong and courageous and you're smart and you have skills that you have worked on. Um, I think that's definitely important. And when it comes to believing in yourself is believing in what you're capable of and the abilities that you have. And I agree with you being kind to yourself. I, We've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I was my own worst enemy. I would tear myself down in the mirror, say the worst things to myself because I wasn't making the progress that I wanted. Um, And it took me a while to change my mindset to be able to speak kindly to myself. And that's a huge thing. Uh, Just once again, back to mindset, when you're being so negative to yourself all the time, it's going to affect the actions that you make, the way that you respond to situations, the way that you communicate with other people and your experiences in life. So I think these two are super important in not only helping you achieve those goals, but um, also kind of pushing you. What is what I'm looking for? I can't think about it. It's pushing you forward versus keeping you you. back. Yeah, propelling you forward towards those goals. So let me ask you a question, Brittany. For those times that you were negative to yourself, you talked badly to yourself, did you find it hard for you to move forward? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And- I mean, this was, you know, all through teaching. So I would start a diet or a workout plan and then say something to myself over and over again, and then just quit it because I wasn't able to do it anymore. I wasn't good enough to get that done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely hard thing being a teacher because, you know, if I went to the bathroom, I would say these things to myself, then I have to go put on a fake smile and go, you know, and go teach. But I can definitely see how it uh, impacted way, the way I responded to my students sometimes, or if I was short with them or somebody else, um, so yes, if that answers your question. Okay. Anything cool. else to add? I um, this is <laughs> I have a little side anecdote. So tonight, while I was putting Emma to sleep, she asked me to read this book to her. It's a book we've read often, um, and it's called Reverie. Uh, I believe in me, and it's the story of a unicorn. And basically, she has all of these dreams, and on each page, she starts one of her dreams, whether it's writing a book or starting a bakery or starting a dance studio, all of these wonderful things. And each time um, somebody comes along and sows seeds of doubt or Uh, seeds of, um, you know, just, it's really doubt. And um, they just say some really not nice things. And um, it's funny because what, this is not my point, but I just had to, it was funny that this happened tonight. There's a part wherever the unicorn writes a book and she sends it out and each person that comes back has a name. So the person who came back uh, for, for, for the book was rejection. So rejection says your book is not good enough. And mm-hmm. so Emma says to me, um, you know, I really wonder what her book was about because I would really love to read it. And I was like, yeah, no, we've read the story like a hundred times and it's just four sentences. She tried to write a book. She sent it out. Rejection came back and said, it's not good enough. So she gave it up and moved on. That was it. Just one page about it. So she said, maybe, you know what I'm thinking? Maybe that rejection person, maybe they're just, it's a pig. So it's called rejection, the pig. She said, maybe rejection, the pig is just simple and just doesn't like all of the, the, the fantasy and the stories that the unicorn's coming up with. And maybe she just wants things that are real and based in real life. And I was like, oh. okay, like she's giving me all these assessments. It's like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, could you, could we go to bed now? Which is amazing to me, like how she thought about it. And then she yeah. said, yeah, she's like, Reverie, because the, the name of the unicorn is Reverie. Just, Reverie should just believe in herself. And uh-huh. it's so funny that we're talking about this because it, I actually had the thought. She, I wonder what at what point we stop believing in ourselves. Yeah. Because Emma's six and she can't fathom why why wouldn't she just write the book? Who cares what rejection says? I'm sure it was a wonderful book. What? She should believe in herself and she's six. Now yeah. I know that not everyone has that kind of a maybe outlook on themselves when they're six. Um, but it just made me think like, I wonder at what point in our lives we stop believing in ourselves and we start listening 
really. And, and the book ends with uh, a friend coming to her and basically saying, you gave up too easy. Don't yeah. listen to what everyone's saying. You need to believe in yourself. Don't worry yeah. about if others believe in you. Believe in yourself and work hard and you'll be able to accomplish anything, you know, that you all of your dreams. And so at the end of the book, she goes back and she redoes everything. And this time she she sticks with it and she accomplishes it. So it's a really great book. I love it. Um, but yeah, it got me thinking, like, I wonder at what point in our lives we, from kids to adults, I guess through experience and things that we mm-hmm. that happen to us, we just stop believing that we can and start listening to rejection and jealousy yeah. and yeah. intimidation. The bear is there and tells her she can't do it. She's, she's, you know, too small and you know, whatever. So, um, I don't know, just the thought, not necessarily adding. I feel it. like <laughs> this is, um, I don't know if this is the answer, but I feel like, um, the fear of being made fun of from your friends in school is when you mm-hmm. stop doing something. Like maybe you did something that you always did and you were proud of, or maybe you brought in something for show and tell and you get laughed at for it. I think, I don't know. That's just immediately what I thought of as to why maybe we wouldn't do or believe in ourselves or think that way anymore is rejection of other people. Yeah. That's true. And as parents, we try to validate our kids as much as possible so that they won't look for it in other places, but Mm -hmm. we're always going to fall short, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that is what it is. And it's just, it's it's um, sad in a way because you see somebody so innocent and full of joy and full of life like Emma, and I never want to see that snuffed out. I never yeah. want to. I never want to imagine her saying to herself the things that I would say to myself. Talking about yeah. being kind to yourself, it would break my heart to believe yeah. that she or to know that she spoke to herself that way. So um, yeah, just I guess an observation and. and something to be mindful of thank you for sharing that but it's a good book it's a kid's book <laughs> called reverie she, i believe in has me. she read has she read my pony books oh yes we we go through like four oh. books a night okay and one of them just so you know two of them are comic books so usually she wears an eye mask when she goes to sleep so she puts it on and she listens <laughs> but with the comic books she has to see who's saying what and so she's she peeks and she's like well, who said that <laughs> Yeah, what's that? Yeah, it's so cute. Funny. <laughs> so funny. <sighs> All right, the next two. All right, the next two. Recognize your progress and reward yourself. We kind of touched upon that earlier. Um, I think this is really important, especially if you have long-term goals. Uh, think of yourself as maybe doing an online degree that's maybe going to take you two years. Or again, the weight loss is a perfect example where you're looking to lose, you know, 15, 20 pounds. If you are only going to recognize and reward yourself when you reach that 20 pounds, boy, I'm going to find many times throughout that time or when you're doing your, your degree where I'm going to be demotivated because it's like, God, I can't, when am I going to reach that goal? When am I going to graduate type of thing? Whereas if you set small milestones up, so, you know, five pounds, or in the case of getting a degree, when I fir- finish my first semester, when I finish my second semester, right? And as you reach those small goals, those small milestones, reward yourself because those aren't small feats. Those are actually wins that you should recognize. What do you guys think? <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um, it goes back to kind of what we were saying before about celebrating the small victories. It kind of goes hand in hand with it. So I do... I. Now, have nothing to add to that. I agree. I think, it's, I think that it's uh, really important to recognize your progress, celebrate the small victories, and reward yourself. How do you guys reward yourselves? Like, is it, Brittany, don't you and Alex have like a binge day or you used to have a binge day? Is that like considered rewarding yourself? Yeah. When we were that like you know, on our diets, yeah, we would have a binge day where one day a week we would just you know, go ham, but, um, we, we, we need to get back on the, on the diet and figure out what it is that we're going to be doing. Cause it's easier when you're doing it together and yeah, yeah, find yeah. a diet that works for both of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I would say to this, um, especially if it's a weight loss one, those non-scale victories are always a great way to mm-hmm. recognize your progress. Um, so when I told you earlier, like oh, sometimes every now and then I'll step on the scale and I'm still unhappy with the number. I think, okay, I can wear clothes I wasn't able to before. And, you know, what's that? A doggo? 
Hello. And little Popo. <laughs> just barged in. <laughs> he just barges right in. I would like to speak with you. That's um, Miss, yes. One more thing I took from that little paragraph is you have that picture of what can you do today that you couldn't do a year ago. And whether it's a year ago or a month ago, whenever you started your goal, that's a really good way to look at it is what's something that you can do, whether it's a degree or this or that, what can you do now after working on it for so long that you couldn't do before? Yeah. A tricep push up. Sorry. <laughs> I hate those things, Brittany. Go. I hate them. <laughs> I prefer tricep push ups to wide arm push ups. She, this chick does, you know, okay, right, let's do 50. Side. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do 50,000, uh, you know, skull 50, crushers <laughs> and we'll do shoulder crushers. And then to finish it off, let's just do really, really slow tricep push ups. It's like, are you kidding? Oh, when it was like a minute to do one tricep push up, I was like, get yeah. out of here. So you have to take 30 seconds going down, Ma, and then 30 seconds coming up. Oh, crazy. Anyway, sorry. A little comedic relief there. (laughs) All right. So, yes. Anything else to add? No, No, ma'am. You may continue. I may. All right. Create a vision board and visualize accomplishing your goals. Those are seven and eight. So I think I shared in the blog – with Hal Elrod doing the Miracle Morning and the Savers. So that was sleep. What was this? <laughs> sleep, <laughs> affirmations, visualization, exercise, read, and um, scribe. Is S sleep? I, S is scribe. No, no the well, last the S, is scribe. S is scribe. Oh. Uh, oh, my still. God, I don't remember. Being stillness. 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 Yeah. Stillness. Silence. Oh my gosh. I was like, silence. it's definitely not sleep. Silence. 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 So I was like, it's 100% <laughs> not sleep. Be silent. Be still. <laughs> so I, I used to, and I know I'm not going to repeat everything that I had in my, in my uh, visualization piece, but um, not so much as create a vision board, but doing the visualization where I actually could picture everything was so real. I could see like a house, a log cabin and see people in it. And I could see walking through the room and everything that I would picture and people sitting there. And it's, it's so real that um, I know it's going to happen. I know that sounds really strange, but when you can visualize yourself accomplishing a goal or even just having a vision board that that's the goal that you want to reach, I think it keeps you motivated because of the fact that there is hope there there is that reminder there in terms of a vision board. But um, when you actually visualize accomplishing something, for me, it's it's something that I feel is already there. It's just a matter of me just executing on a few steps. Uh, have you guys done visualization or creating a vision board? I'm not. not I. I, I, I try to visualize. I never had a vision board, but just hearing you explain like uh, your, your vis- visual hello, your visualization in that, in that section, like, you know, Courtney and I are about to purchase the next Airbnb. Like everybody had a role, everybody was doing something. And I mean, you can tell, like, as I was reading it, it sounded like this was your reality now. Yeah. That's how detailed it was. Yep. Down to the moo cows. Down to the moo cows for sure. Yes. You guys should try it. Even as simple as, you know, Courtney, doing your tricep push-up, right? Just (laughs) visualize yourself, you know, doing more than one up and down. So that when it comes time to doing it, you can actually execute with no problem. And just to go off track a little bit, um, Michael Phelps actually used visualization where he would close his eyes and um, see himself swimming through the water and the strokes and how his feet would move. And by the time he would reach the, the wall, how he would flip and the things that he would do and how he, what he felt that it actually came. Um, he actually had to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He used it when he was in a meet because his goggles filled up with water, but because he actually visualized, you know, the steps to when he hit the wall and doing the turn and, you know, counting how long it would take till he surfaced, he was able to actually finish the laps. I think there were still a few few laps to go um, and finish at the top, even though he had water in his goggles because he actually visualized him doing 
the actual swimming and, you know, what the steps were that he had to take to actually complete the laps. And I think I've done that. actually do that too. Yeah. So visualization. Like, something I've like done, that. I haven't like visualized a goal, but like, for example, if we're sparring, when we're sparring, I'll like vision when he comes at me with that, that, and that, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And that, it's not a plan. It's like, I, I do imagine him, somebody like coming to punch me and how I would react. So, but like, I don't, I guess maybe we all do that at some point, but yeah. I don't uh, necessarily, I guess, focus my visualizations on things I want to achieve. Achieve? So, I've never so tried take that. it now, yeah. apply it there. The You've done level. it in things like Krav Maga. Now take it, take it in this area. Yes. It's a pretty cool exercise. Yes. Um, Brittany? Two, three things. He has 28 medals. He is like the most decorated Olympian. Athlete. Yeah. Of all time. Um, number two, I think of Waterboy. Visualize and attack. <laughs> you gotta visualize where you wanna go. He, he does. Yeah, he does. He that. visualizes water sucks. It really, really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're right, I actually have done this, but just not with goals. Like, especially with when I when I coached Winter Guard and Color Guard mainly primarily in winter guard before we would go perform we have a whole warm-up routine that we do we do the affirmations before the performance all that stuff but one of the things we always did was we had them sit in a circle we would play the song and they close their eyes and they visualize themselves going through the entire routine and i'll tell them things like you know for every single part think of how your body is moving how you're going to catch it how it's going to look and that's what they did. And more often than not, they had really great, great performances. You know, things would happen every now and then where it didn't turn out they wanted to, but they always really enjoy doing these visual visualizations before the performance. So I agree with you. If I use it on my kids, I should use it on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. Little Charlie. All right. All right. All right. Last so the one. last two. Surround yourself with positivity and acknowledge your positive attributes. So what I put in the blog is, um, you ever notice, like, if you're not, if you're, like, feeling down or you're angry or something, and so you guys, you know, if you're together, and let's just say, like, Courtney, you're having a bad day, and Brittany shows up, and she's all happy, and she, you know, she's, come on, Courtney, this is it. At the end of the day, or, you know, at the end of that time with her, are you still angry or upset or do you find like you're in a much happier, lighter mood? Right. It's, it sounds it's contagious. Like, that sounds like about right. <laughs> so but usually Brittany's idea- more direct. She's like, step out of it. Let's go. Enough. Which problem? What's up with you? Which problem? But, but the thing here is, surrounding yourself with positive people. If you are constantly around people who think negative, um, who are constantly down, who just puts down, oh my God, that guy's an idiot. It actually becomes really toxic. And I don't know about you guys, but when I'm surrounded by that, it's like, I don't want to be around it, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's not the type of person that I want to be. So if you are struggling with staying motivated and you surround yourself with negative people, I don't think you're going to be able to break out of that rut. Whereas if you f- surround yourself with positive people, acknowledge your positive attributes, they're going to be the ones like Courtney, uh, Brittany to Courtney. Come on, what are you doing? Let's go. Rather than give in to, all right, Court, I know you're tired or, you know, wh- whatever the reason might be. Um, if you surround yourself with that positive person and it starts to become contagious and you can eventually start to see yourself become motivated as well. What do you guys think? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, there's a saying, it's, it's actually a scripture, bad bad company corrupts good character. Mm. And that's very, very, very true. And I also think the reverse is true. Um, I've talked before about how I'll notice that my kids are being, you know, off and nasty, but then I realize, wait a minute, that was mm. me. I started yes. this. Yeah. So it goes both ways. You need to surround yourself with positive people, but you also need to be the positivity that's going to be surrounding others because you feed off of each other. So, um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I can care. I can care. Do you concur? Yes. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, I don't know all of the science behind this, but 
the majority of our bodies are made of water. There are vibrations and energies constantly moving throughout the world, right? Your voice, uh, any sound, they all have vibrations, right? So there is science behind the, the fact of the tone and vibration of your voice mm-hmm. impacts people. And even mm-hmm. the whole plant thing, I had to look this up while you were talking. Um, it was saying that mild vibrations increase growth in plants, while harsher, stronger vibrations have a negative effect. Those positive vibrations improve communication and photosynthesis, which improves growth and the ability to fight infection. So like if, I think they've done studies with this where they have plants and you're talking positively to one and negatively to the other. It kills a negative plant. So mm-hmm. um, when, you're, when you're with that positive person, like I taught with somebody um, in high school, she was always happy, always positive, no matter what. And for the seven years I knew her, she was, I've never seen her upset. She was always happy and it was contagious. She yeah. made me mm-hmm. feel good. She made me feel happy. And then there was other teachers who were always just talking smack and uh, always just negative and this and this and that. It really does impact you. So mm-hmm. I agree. I concur with you. I would like to know more of the science, but it, it's true. Your tone, the vibrations, your intent is seriously going to impact those around you. So you want to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with the type of people that will help you achieve your goals. I think also that when you surround yourself with positivity, you actually can be more forgiving of others. I have in the blog, I've got some examples in there. Um, you know, the, the, the old guy up the street who you're like, oh, that guy's an asshole, right? Um, but then when you take a step back, you realize that he just lost his wife, right? And he's lonely. So you can start to understand why he may be feeling so angry because maybe she was taken away at such a young age or maybe she was suffering so long for, from cancer, whatever it might be. Or that idiot who just cut, yourself, cut you off on the road, um, he just got a phone call that his best friend was in a car accident. It was really serious and he was on his way to the hospital. Those types of things. I think when you start to have a positive outlook, you're the way that you look at things also starts to change. Um, so in addition to having everything change, I, I, I know it's we're, I'm repeating myself, but you also start to become infectious and people can actually start to adopt the way that you look at things. Um, I think I've, I've seen that actually happen in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah, and there's science behind too. Uh, we'll have to, Brittany, the Google queen might be able to. <laughs> Google it real fast. I don't know. Go for it. But have you ever noticed like um, if somebody said, I I, I don't, I can't think of a a perfect example, but if somebody says the number 54, all of a sudden you start seeing 54 everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if somebody, it's because when you are, there are patterns and it's not just because 54 just randomly started showing up. It's just whatever you focus on. It's what you're going to see. It's what's going to, right. So the same thing would apply if you're always looking for the negative, you're always going to find negative. Yep. And if you're looking for the positive, you'll find it as well. So sometimes, and I think that there is a time and place for that too. You know, like there, there is a time to grieve and a time to be happy. There's a time to mourn. So if somebody's significant other just passed away, you wouldn't be like, just look for the happy things, you know, it'll be okay. You know what I mean? It's like, right, okay, everything's going to be positive. Yeah. So I think that. There's, there's yes. obviously exceptions and there's, there's times and seasons for everything. Sometimes there's, there's a season for like, you know, Brittany, you just moved away from the place you've lived for 12 years. It would be normal for you to feel some type of way, to feel maybe yeah. a little bit sad or a little bit, you know, off. And that doesn't mean that you're trying to be negative. It means that now is a time for you to kind of process the emotions and moving away from your home and, and starting a new chapter. So okay. I think there are times and seasons where not necessarily negativity. I think there's a difference between grief and being negative or, or, you know, um, but I think that I I just repeated myself 10 times. There are times and seasons for everything. (laughs) Um, So want to put that little caveat in there, but for the most part, whatever you look for, you'll, you'll try to find, you're going to find. Yeah. hundred percent. Mom, I wonder if you'll remember the word, but Mel Robbins talks about that. Like your, your brains are constantly processing everything. And mm-hmm. like if you were in a, a coffee shop and you're doing, you know, you're reading, you're listening to something, something, if someone says your name, you're going to look up because you have trained your brain to pay attention to your name. 
therefore mm-hmm. when it's called you pay attention to it so it's the same concept of training your brain whatever it is whether it's the positivity or the goal that you have or focusing on being kinder to yourself or whatever of the things that we've talked about um, if you start training your brain to pay attention to those things, they will start popping out to you more often because it is there and you yep. are taking it in, but you're just not focusing on it. Right. 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 Any last on. words, guys? No? Anybody else? No. No. Well, okay. Just to recap then, the 10 ways you can stay motivated, take it one day at a time, start your day with affirmations, Believe in yourself. Be kind to yourself. Recognize your progress. Reward yourself. Create a vision board. Visualize accomplishing your goals. Surround yourself with positivity and acknowledge your positive attributes. It was a good blog, Mom. Good job. You should read it, guys, if you have not yet done so. Yes, yes. Jump on okay. the website. Yes. Well, Jump I'll on. go ahead and close this out. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love this episode, share it on your Instagram stories at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us, come on, guys. Let's go. We're trying to read 100 followers, and I don't think we've hit it yet. So please follow us. You can stay up to date on the tips and tricks and short stories that we share, or send us some love on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community page. Don't forget, if there's a topic you love for us to cover, send it to us at waywardlasses at gmail.com and our website where you can find Mom's blog, our shop, and access to our podcast and the YouTube channel. Have you linked up the YouTube channel to the website? No, thank you. Let me write that down as an action item. YouTube, yes. So yeah, we've got the podcast. That's okay. The podcast, the blogs, the fundraiser that we did. Mom, how are you with the steps? Have oh, my God. Guys, let me just give you a quick update. I did do over 50 miles. Um, I did that actually after three weeks. I was not able to run because I did hurt my knee, which I'm going to find out the results tomorrow with my doctor. Hopefully it's not surgery. Thank you all so much who contributed. I went over and above what the original goal was of $200. I have raised $700. So thank you all for your generosity. I appreciate it. Awesome. So glad you did that. I contributed like 0.8 miles five days a week. I don't think you counted it, but I was was, was doing the background. I didn't contribute. I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. Okay. You contributed another way. I appreciate it. I don't walk it. much. I should walk much. <laughs> well, anyway. All right. But yes, Wayward Losses, www.waywardlosses.com. Courtney, would you like to close this out for the yes. evening? Yes. Thank you guys again for joining us. Until next time, we have the Wayward Losses reminding you to keep it real. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye. Stay classy. 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 Stay class